Welcome to the Kids Like You and Me podcast. We're here with Juan Waters, the Beats, and uh, a solo career. And uh, seeing him play drums in Taiwan as well, at least once. Uh, how you doing, Juan? Doing pretty good. Thank you for having me on your podcast. Uh, yeah, thank you for coming on. Appreciate yeah, thanks, it. Juan. And then, uh, sending a big... Uh, Shout out to the uh, the whole crowd in uh, the Boston area. Wow, thank oh, you. Oh yeah, yeah, we we appreciate that one. You, our history with you, Juan, is we first saw the Beats in two thousand nine. You played at Wellesley mm. College. Do you remember that show or no? I I think so. I think so. Uh, is it the one uh, that new age, new uh, no age played? Yes. Yes. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. We weren't sure what to make of it. I I think I wrote that it was like felt like early Black Lips meets Beat Happening. I'm just uh, wondering. Yeah, I mean, uh, <laughs> Beat Happening. Oh, uh, they they compared us a lot to uh, uh, a lot of uh, bands. That, uh Beat Happening, I was never a fan. Black Lips. Uh, at uh, at some point, I liked the their songwriting and their energy. I definitely uh, was looking looking at them. Been happening. Uh, I never really caught up with them so much. I I remember having the CD for uh, the one that uh, that the back is yellow and on the front yeah. there's a picture of the three of them at a storefront. Oh uh, yeah. Okay. Um, but anyways, yeah. uh, I listen to all kinds of music, and yeah, we definitely uh, always uh, picking up from our uh, uh, people around us. Yes. Yeah, definitely. With the new album, uh, Real Life Situation, I hear it, it sounds like there's a lot of incorporation of different genres, uh, like like hip hop that you have, you know, that you're mixing in that I haven't heard before from you. Is that a more recent i mean i'm sure you listen to hip-hop before of course but i mean is that a more recent kind of thing where you wanted to go in that direction or has that been something going on for for, for years that you've been planning oh we've actually uh yeah i've always really uh have always thought about that uh in the past but i've always i'm more of a i've always gravitated towards the guitar playing and the songwriting through the guitar I I most I started with the guitar and then uh, I would do other things. But in my early uh, my early uh, the early releases I would have uh, that there were uh, uh, mixtapes I would do. There yes. would be some uh, hip hop elements on that. There would be some hip hop elements on that. Always, there would be also on my second solo album at the end. There's like a hidden track. There's some weird like hip hop uh, thing. Uh, we've always had it, but yeah, definitely now that because there were collaborations, uh, I felt uh, more like uh, free to experiment uh, new other stuff with with my colleagues because. Um, when it's a one water song, I feel limited to certain things I would do because I have a history. 
But with the, let's say I do a song with Gord, Gordon. G. Gordon Green. <laughs> I do a song with Gordon. G. Gordon Green. Uh, it would be a combination between Gordon and what I would do, you know? I felt I felt more free to uh, come up with uh, new styles. That's awesome, Juan. Because yeah, I feel like I can relate to that. I've never really ever collaborated with anyone, so I'm curious what the possibilities would bring. So you're saying that there's a lot of new possibilities once you collaborate. Definitely, you feel more free. I feel like you feel you feel more free. You you open up when you I feel like when it's a collaborative uh, environment, uh, you you it's just uh, more like ideas you throw ideas around. Whereas where you're alone, you might get too comfortable in your comfort zone of uh, uh, make uh, music making. Whereas if there's others, you say, hey, why don't we try this? And say, oh yeah, okay, let's try that. <laughs> right? Do you do you feel like when you were making your mixtapes and probably even when you were going in the studio, you know, doing stuff on your own, did you feel that you were just sort of getting ideas off your chest quickly and not really thinking them over too much? And I was wondering, like, this if, definitely, this, yeah. these last collaborations uh, were very much like that. Uh, all the lyrics were written on the spot at the studio, whereas, uh, the, the songs I've been releasing on albums lately, mm -hmm. I would write them and then I would perfect the lyrics over the next, uh, you know, couple of days. I see. Lyrics and melody. Whereas this album was more like, uh, just like uh, expression. Lyrics and melodies came out, came up on the spot. Yeah. For this album. Yeah. 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 So is that something you want? Do you want to continue your, your collaborations in the future? Actually, I got I got really into it. I really liked it, uh, but I want to balance it out with uh, my music making alone too. Mm -hmm. Just because that. uh, that's like a niche a niche I've I've found for myself a place in which I find like. I also like it, you know, I like my output as like as a producer, uh, songwriter, but also I'm down to, uh, I feel like my music in the later years is enriched uh, much more since I've allowed other people to participate in the music making. I've worked with uh, other producer, other, other studios, other musicians, have played on my later albums. I've, other singers have sang among me, so I'm opening up to like a a, a, a huge new world of uh, I like ideas I could lay out. Yeah, I was talking to, with Chris about this earlier because it seems like maybe this has to do with you being so real, in the sense that you know what the very underground is like but you've also played festivals. You're on a record label for a decade. You know sort of what the music industry is like, but you also know DIY. Mm, yeah, definitely. Mm. Uh, not so much of, I mean, I know a little bit of, I mean, I come from the, you said the very underground and, and it's been a, a dance figuring out how to, uh, uh, 
make it in the music uh, industry or it's, there's not a music industry. It's more like understanding how you can create an income from uh, what you do, really, you know? I got gotcha. you. So you have to learn uh, the lingo. You have to learn uh, what works out. And I've been uh, dancing with that for a long time. And I feel like I find ways. I find ways um, to uh, work it out. That 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 dance. <laughs> it's a dance. Yeah, and uh, and I, I, let's say I, now I'm working on a new project, uh, like uh, the music that would come, uh, that I would release uh, after, and uh, it's already I'm already um, diving into a, a new sound because because though I want to keep some kind, I think I I keep a I, there's a, a continuous thread throughout all my songwriting, I think. Well, recently, but, probably uh, with now, with the North American, I feel I feel like in the past, what five or six years, there seems to be a pretty continuous thread. I think with the the beat stuff was a little different. Yeah. Mm. But you seem to have like you have your classic one sound. Even though I go through different uh, genres, mostly music styles. I try to uh, have a continuous thread. Now uh, I'm working on. Uh, I've bought brand new equipment so I could have a brand new sound for the new new project I'm doing. But uh, I'm just at the beginning of it. But the the creating uh, process is the most uh, uh, enriching for the soul and and uh, rewarding. For me, now that there's no shows, <laughs> <laughs> right? But hopefully soon there'll be more. There'll be stuff coming up. I'm, I, I I'm already so. starting to see some. St- I'm starting to see some stuff pop up. So, me too. Yeah. Do you yeah, have anything booked? Not a hundred percent, but. Uh, uh, at least uh, now we have conversations with people. Mm. Before there was not a chance. Yeah, no, I, I I agree. Well, I'm curious. Can you tell anyone a little sneak preview of what to expect from the new stuff? Is it like electronic dance music, techno, disco? What are we thinking here, Juan? Uh, I'm actually, uh, I just uh, set up the new studio. So I just started yesterday. And what we're doing now, uh, I recorded, uh, I, I spent the last two days with a drummer and we recorded the percussion uh, back, back uh, backing track, the rhythm track. And then we recorded a lot of different rhythms. And then I will write music over these uh, drum, drum beats I we recorded. Yeah, the, uh, starting the music uh, from the rhythm instead of, uh, uh, from the chords, from the musical notes, more from the percussion. Oh, yeah, I was going to say, do you, you typically, when you were doing stuff all by yourself, usually, did you, I know with like me, I'd always do the drums last and do everything else first. Is that how you would approach it? Oh, uh, well, I had different times with the beats we would do uh, the I would write uh, most of the song all the songs on the guitar 
and then we would practice them as a band and then we would record live. When we did my North American poetry, uh, I would play the guitar and sing first, live, both the both, guitar and, and singing. Yep. And then we would add everything to that. But the leading track and the rhythm was by the guitar. Uh, yeah, gotcha. The other one, the other ones, just guitar. Uh, there's never a click until North American poetry. Somebody, uh, uh, sorry, it's until this last one. Real life situations. We used a click track. That means uh, the the music goes on like a a click, like a, a like, like a robot a machine that keeps. The yeah, do you know what I mean? Uh, the, it's like a click that keeps the tempo goes tick tick. Somebody, tick, tick. well, one time when I most went music in, is recorded that way. When I went into the studio for the first time, I had only you know done by myself home recording, and so the guy that was recording me said, "I think that we should do that," and I said no, because I was yeah. so bad. You know what I, mean? I was so out of tune and out of you know everything that he was like, "You should just do that, man," and I was like, "No." <laughs> yeah, that's uh, it, it's uh, it works for a particular type of uh, song making, like Bob Dylan. He's never done that, you know. But he's been a guy playing a musical instrument. Sometimes people go through different uh, uh, styles of so song making. For now, I've been working a little more on the computer. I come from the analog recording uh, background. Yep. But now on the computer, I utilize more of the computer aspect of recording also, which means chopping and putting things on our grids. The, it's like mystic design. Oh, that's cool. It's different. It's different uh, approach. Yeah. Were the early Beats albums or even just the first album, was that recorded analog? Our first album, yeah, all, all, all the album, all the Beats albums were done on tape. The first one, we did it with, um, uh, I recorded it with an A-track cassette tape machine. Mm. Very, very much, we didn't know how to utilize it so much. Yes, we did know how to use it and we, we made it sound the way we wanted it to sound, but we don't know about technique or sound technician technician engineer you know anyways then the second one our friend recorded it with a, a, a better machine but it was on tape also all live takes no overdubs and then the third one as well it was played live on studio all the ones were played live on studio that's like is that the easiest way to do it it seems yeah, we would practice, uh, like, uh, a, we would play a lot of shows with the beat, so we were always playing, so we had a really good uh, chemistry among the musicians, so then we would have a new set, a set of new songs that we wanted to uh, record, that we had been playing live, most likely, because we would already play them at our shows. Uh, we would practice them. And then go to the studio and play them live, and then we just do the mixing after. Right. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. 
did you just talking about the beats i know you came to new york the u.s in 2002 when did the beats start well the beats as a band that started after like a, a lot of back and forth with uh, other bands we would have with uh, Jose, the guy that was the beats, play, yeah. the beats bass player. Yeah. Uh, him and I started playing in bands in 2004. Okay. The beats, the beats first album was in 2009. Right. So uh, maybe the Beats first show was maybe 2007, maybe. But all those other three years, we were playing... Uh, with other people under other band names. Oh, okay. Interesting. Yeah. What were some of the band names? The original band we had, the it's still our favorite band we've had. It's called Pow Pow. P O W P O W. Oh Pow. wow. Okay. Yeah. Uh, and the second one was called Pink Noise. This one we're we we're mm. never proud of uh, the band name, Pink Noise. But we had yeah. a we had a sound. It only lasted uh, very few months. This band, big mm. notes. But we had maybe like ten shows. Did you record these bands? We would uh, record the practices just only uh, from like a sound recorder. You still have oh, those yeah. one? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Oh, we got we got a guest in the room. Oh, sweet. Who do we got? He's a he's a he's a Beats member. Hey, what's up, man? It's Matthew. What's up, bro? How's it going, dude? You're you're the classic. Oh, that's awesome. See, right behind you is a light, and you're known for your lights. Oh, that's right. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Oh, damn. That's what I'm talking about, right? Exactly. <laughs> I'm in the dark here. Or what are you? Are you in an attic? Where are you? We're at, the, we're at the studio. Look. Oh, you're in the nice. Oh shit! It's like a basement turned into a studio. Yeah, in Queens, right? I gotta. Yeah, I... <laughs> hey, there he is. <laughs> the computers. Wow. The beats. <laughs> this is basically what we're making today. Sounds good. Yeah. Nice. Have you just been chilling in the basement all day? I just can't have this here. Just look, every time. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You, you got it. I don't know, maybe uh, we just we, we, I just started the studio two days ago. Damn. Oh wow. Are you near the Queen's Motor Inn? No, <laughs> no way. <laughs> right, that's their favorite spot. Where's that? That's where they will go, with, go with your girl. <laughs> Actually, you know what's funny? But he stayed there with his father. Oh wow. <laughs> right? Uh, yeah, man. We don't just, talk about it. <laughs> I just saw a video like somebody took and it was in front of there. It was, it was like, I don't know what the fuck it was. It was, oh no, it was a Q motor in, in Q Gardens, but but it was a similar kind of motel, hotel yeah. kind of place. And it's a 
it's just a guy falling backwards and then like a woman comes over to him and just like straddles him and like puts her tits in his his face i don't know, <laughs> I don't know where you can find that video but it was so far out i was like holy shit damn so many questions with that <laughs> what are you looking for Oh, you got no, the someone that came here just gifted me some marijuana, and um, I'll put it in the way. Oh, that that little cigarello thing. <laughs> oh, the- they have these things. You can't see me because I'm in the dark, but I'm drinking this. Uh, it's called a can canatonic. It's a cannabis beverage. Oh, oh whoa! I recommend it if you're into that thing. One, I know that you're into those kinds of things. <laughs> Uh, smoking weed? Yeah, I know you go way back. I've I've always uh, I've smoked weed for uh, about ten years, maybe. Was that be- you didn't smoke until after the beats or during the beats? You smoke here. Oh, uh, I smoke here. I was I guess I've been smoking here and there uh, for the last fifteen years. Fifteen years, maybe. Mm. Yeah, I guess since the first time I, I smoked. Well, like it was never, you would never buy it. Then I started buying it. Is it not not influential, but is it inspirational for you? The habit of uh, of uh, going into those realms, yeah, it's inspirational. Because you go into, you think you think differently. You sound out a little differently. But I don't want to forget the other one, the 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 original one. You have to balance it out. High of life. Oh, all right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> High from life. Yeah. So that, that's a message for the kids out there. Exactly. <laughs> don't forget. Yeah. Lennox, uh, our friend Lennox, he got a uh, hundred. Like oh yeah, exactly. Fused THC thing, and I told him I was like, just put a little bit, and he's like, I know, I know. And then this morning, he's seventy. He's he's seventy six. Whoa! <laughs> he called me up and he said, "Dude, like, he's like, I got fucked up." <laughs> <laughs> I said, "I told you just a little." He said, "I just put a teaspoon." I was like, "Less than a teaspoon." <laughs> he said, "You know where the fucking word." <laughs> He's seventy six. Like, yeah, it was like strong, really strong shit. Yeah, so you gotta be careful. Yeah. Hell yeah. Well, for people that maybe just got into Juan recently and they might not know your past history, you know, the elaborate light show and your stage presence with the the posters, you know, not the, not yeah. the posters of the banners and stuff. Can you tell banners. people about those days? Yeah. Um... Since we got Matthew, we asked him. Asked yeah, him with Matt. Yeah. yeah. That was fun. You know, we just wanted to uh, elevate the, the live show. We had lights, banners, and it was always changing and different different things. And then it kind of like, I feel like the beat, it was like very intense and, and pitch black and like then, then flat, like really flashing lights and, and stuff like that. And then when Juan was doing more solo stuff, it became more like ambient, <clears throat> like it would be more lamps and kind of set an atmosphere. Uh, yeah. So it changed. It was always changing stuff. I mean, yeah, it was fun. We did so much. Yeah, so many different ones. 
when it was the beats, uh, Matthew would always come around and uh, uh, then uh, he started uh, collaborating with us like that. Yeah. Uh, he became kind of a big part of the band because uh, the, uh, he would take care of the, the look of the stage with yes. the lights and banners slowly. <laughs> yeah. uh, album covers, we're, yeah. we're very clicky, yeah? Yeah, it's true. We do the, the... We're, we're very clicky with the beat. Actually, yeah, we go we go pretty far back. Can you believe it or not that I believe you interviewed me once? I don't even think you knew it, but it was for the Austin yeah. Pudding. We were both playing that same Bufu Fest. Uh, 
and uh, we pl we played a show and I interviewed you. I don't remember that. It was like a little. They they were writing an article where bands that were playing the festival were interviewing other bands. You didn't know that you were interviewing me, but you came up with like three random questions to ask, and it just so happened that they were sent to oh, me. Oh, you were interviewed by me. You got those I was questions. I was humbled. It was it was truly an honor, one. Oh, uh, same. What what were the questions? I have to go look up. Like you didn't know who you were asking them to, so I'm curious what you what you would have asked people. I mean, if I know it were you after uh, after uh, we first, I I more started uh, getting closer to you and stuff through your music. Because I think I handed you my tape once or somehow, or maybe like, yeah, you got a hold of it. And, you know, when you were first starting out, um, we were on that same kind of wavelength. Yeah, definitely. We still are, I guess. We still, no, we're still, yeah, we're still, we're still on the same wavelength. Because no matter what happens, you know, things, things are uh, whatever. But hey, Chris was going to ask you a question. I know. I've talked to you about this in oh, the Chris, tape. Chris wanted to ask you about those, the early. The... Yeah, I saw on Discogs, there was one Waters tapes that predate uh, the Beats and it had Beats songs from like the first album. Yeah. Yeah. Well, okay. So what was the, were those just earlier like demo versions of the. Those the were going, uh, among, those were going uh, along. Uh, along the the beats time mm. and there were songs I would record by myself at, at the house and we compile them with Matthew on, in, onto like uh, uh, mixtapes. Yeah, those are good. <laughs> That's really good. Those are good tapes. Yeah, those they are got, the best. They got, clips, they got clips in between. And, oh, like, different movies and streetwise. Oh, so similar to like real life situations. Yeah. <laughs> okay. I was like, this reminds me of the those mixtapes a lot because we had all the clips and, and like random songs, random ass songs, and just kind of mm -hmm. like, yeah. That was cool. Yeah, I dug that too with the new album, like the Weather Underground. There's a Weather and, Underground person talking. Yeah, that's saying if you don't calm down, we're gonna bomb this whole place. <laughs> yeah, it is Bernard <laughs> Dean Dorn. Yeah, that's pretty much what uh, she's saying, right? <laughs> Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the, the, the guy's talking to Peter Pan. My, my, my mom says, you want a glass of wine with dinner? Absolutely. But yeah, what, where's the tip? Uh, where? How do we score those uh, early One Waters tapes? They were not made anymore. We, uh, we made them ourselves uh, here, the label, the, re the record label, which would help us uh, uh, mass produce them at the time. Mm. We saw them at shows. I don't know how many there are out there. Uh, some were handwritten. Uh, wow, that's I don't awesome. know how many there are out there. I don't even know if I have some myself. Some mm. people uploaded uh, some online. I, I think. think. Yeah, I think I saw one on YouTube. Yeah, there's some of the songs okay. on YouTube. It's. Uh, I know. Damn, that's what I'm saying. That's just a. That's like a goal. That's. Oh, <laughs> that's like a treasure. It's a national treasure. Uh, I'm sure I could get one. I know people that have kept them. All right. Yeah, cool. Nice. Um, 
um, I really, I always like the name of your record, man. I, I think we make a reference to it, like at least, you know, once a month or something. You're like, oh, it's like, uh, I'm not a musician and I'm, I'm still not a musician. Yes. <laughs> and then like the dude. other one, do you know the other one too? I know that uh, one, that? it's a good trivia. There's one more tape. Do you remember what it's called? Uh, still not a musician. Yes. Not a musician yet. It's called culturally irrelevant. Because remember, there's one oh, time right. where, you, where you 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 gave me a shout out. You were at, like at a birthday, and you sent me a video. You're like, I'm still not. I'm not a musician. Still not a musician, and I'm culturally irrelevant. But I just want to wish you a happy birthday or something. I don't know. Uh, that's awesome. Yeah, culturally irrelevant. That's pretty good too. <laughs> Uh, that's cool. What were you trying to do with uh, the, that music project? You were trying to, uh, what were you trying to do? Well, it's, it still exists right now. I just, because um, I never really knew what to make of it. I was actually sort of inspired by you with, you know how you made your website for the, for the last records? Yeah. I was a little bit inspired by that. So I haven't really told many people about it, but I, I made a website and it's oh, like a yeah, interactive. Yeah. It's a interactive experiences that people can choose from. You know, I have no, I have really no platform to tell people my Spotify listeners is one a month, so I'm just trying to do my thing. You know, one. What's the website? We want to check it out. It's ggordongritty.com. Oh, okay, okay. check it out. Check yeah. it out. It's it's. I feel like that's that sums if. If, if anyone wants to know, like that sums me up perfectly. I just don't, um, I'm just uh, flying under the radar. Hey, that's good. Uh, who it, knows, man? Yeah. Uh, they say you gotta keep on doing it. You know, you know, I'm still doing it. Well, yeah, you're, you're, you're a big inspiration. I was gonna say, what's your biggest advice to people that, to anyone that's sort of in the musical sphere? I guess to continue uh, going, always continue going. Do not stop. Continue going. That would be the only thing. <laughs> what about the guys? Like, not, nothing's going good for them. Like, oh, sucks. Uh, you know what I mean? Like, continue going and always try to find angles, angles to uh, hit it differently uh, until, until one time you you perfect your angle. You find like the yeah. Keep trying to find your angle because uh, I feel like I've come this this long sometimes i think about stopping but then it's like uh i've made it this long i can't stop you know yeah. <laughs> no nah, man so my, you know what, my, another thing too that you do, do not stop. what i was gonna say another thing i really admire is your instagram presence i feel like you you really kill it with every single thing that you post like you're probably one of the best out there yeah, you put it, you put care into it. I'm happy, yeah, but you say that. Yeah, you put you, you care about it. I mean, you have websites that are not really seen anymore. You yeah. know, you were gonna when you started, and I was like, really? like, but that website was really cool. It came out really cool. That website. A lot of people related. Cool. Also, like I, I thought, it, I thought it was since nobody was doing it, like it kind of like, uh, it resonated even more. Like no, no, the websites was like done. You know what I mean? Like, website. Yeah, yeah. We're doing it again now, but uh, a different way. If we had a, if we had a budget, I would be paying someone 
we would have a really good uh, website for every all the time but that one time was like a, a friend that uh, worked uh, with us uh, as a favor I like see. he really put a lot of time in so you're saying you would do that for everything you would like would you want like oh, a website for every album everything if i have the time everything yeah time and money also remember Stuart were saying yesterday he's like why do bands make music videos but like yeah. i think it's great especially if you're a fan of the song and like then you find out there's a music video it's cool yeah. i mean i see i look up a song from like 30 years ago that i didn't even know how to video yeah, and i find yeah. it and i'm like oh shit like it's like yeah. Yeah, it's yeah. like anything that's like a nice treat afterwards it's, it's cool. something to go with the music yeah, yeah. Some, sometimes i'm conflicted about that because i wonder uh how much is it about the music I think it just it goes along with the music, you know. I, I don't think I, I've ever heard like like the song and then watch the video. I've been like, "Fuck, I hate this song now." No, it's just it either makes point. you like it, like it, or the same. You know what I mean? That's, yeah. So there's only two options. What is your favorite song on the latest record? Oh, uh, my mine. Yes, I'll tell you what my favorite is of yours. Of, on the record but i want to know yours okay. I, I the things that these are all different different ones i guess the one the one i like the most is powder at the towards mm. the end of it that's the best version you've yeah. yes that's i the got one. the record of I the like other version i was listening to that it's over covid the the 12 inch single yeah exactly <laughs> <laughs> Which one is your favorite? Oh man! All right. Well, my favorite's Unity. Unity! Yeah, yeah, wow! Yeah. I'm happy you that's chose that. that. That's a dope one. That one, I just—it like just blows my mind every time. Like when that bomb thing hits at the end section, like right before the last. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that's just—I yeah, 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 can't yeah. believe it, man. Like that stretch, like that last—that's my dream. That's I've all I've ever wanted to do in music was that one <laughs> little part. That song is awesome. With, the, yeah. Yeah. with my voice. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. That was, the, the, I definitely have a, a big, when, when I was thinking which one is my favorite, I passed through all those songs. I loved all the songs for a particular reason. That one's really good. Yeah. I, I feel that. It, change, it changes so many times and it goes into crazy places. Yes, like, exactly. Well, I feel like a lot of those like the first, those first songs, they do kind of do that. I, like I was really surprised yeah. with the one you did with Mac DeMarco. That one kind of like, that, to one. that totally changes. Yeah, also. Remember when we were making the video, making the video, they said we'd maybe just do the second half of the song. Remember? The second half, yeah, yeah, yeah. exactly. But I think oh, the first half I see. really makes the second half kick really hard. You yeah. Know? yeah. Really cool songs. Thank you. Which brings yeah. up the question. <laughs> Ready? So, when you do go back to playing shows, how is this going to change how you do it? I remember when we saw you in 2019 at our festival, it was just you on guitar, and that was that was truly amazing. But do you feel like you're going to keep doing that, or what's your live setup going to be like? Yeah, now that there's no shows, give me. I was I was wondering what it would be when I was making the album. I was like, what the fuck am I gonna do when I have to go play 
this music live. I was thinking while making the album. Yeah, I was wondering, I was a little worried. How am I gonna play this live? After I was making the songs, it was not stopping me from doing anything at the studio. Anyways, uh, but now that I've had all this time, I have had time to uh, think how I could do it. I still don't know, but we'll find the ways. Yeah, it's definitely gonna change. Uh, it's, it can't be just me with the guitar. There must be like a track or, or other musicians. Uh, I have, uh, I have uh, the. Well, when I came to Boston, it was like uh, I, I went by myself, so I did the show with the guitar. But I have had shows where when they go through different parts, one part with the band, one part with me solo with the guitar. Maybe the, we could add a part that is the track playing and me singing, but uh, we still haven't uh, figured that out since there's no live shows yet. But it's coming up, so we definitely uh, been thinking about it. Yeah, make sure to hit that bong and think about it. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Because you had a keyboard, you have the keyboard section of the, the show. Then you have a guitar, the guitar. Then yeah. you, then then you have a band come in, and then like the band, either they start with the band, they go away, and then you play a bunch by yourself, and then they come back for the end or something like that. Yeah. Yes. And uh, and but like for songs like presentation yeah that, that is like this like a track uh you kind of need like uh like some backing track also yeah you like crew with you to like but yeah yeah you, the, you have a lot of good possibilities yeah yeah we're we're, uh, we're that's actually uh among my uh that's something that we'll be talking about how we're gonna come back with the live show because this is a really good moment for everyone to like uh rethink what they're doing in their music in Florida, they're already doing shows. Mm, I know in yeah. Europe, they were doing some shows. In Uruguay, when I was there, they were doing some shows also. Cold is coming, he said, in like two months. You can Our friend is coming in October. You can yeah, I was going to say, was Cold uh, Boy in your uh, band for a bit? He was. Uh, he was back in 2015. Because I remember seeing Through, him, like, I think. We, he's a, he's a long time friend. He played in a band called Sea Lions when we were in the beats. Oh, out shit. of uh, uh, California, Oxnard, California. New album comes out next week. Or he's got a new album uh, coming up uh, soon. I think next week, yeah. Next week. Just at once. I think so, right? Or he's doing that, that song with the avalanches, that, that track comes out. And then week. maybe they announce the and album. Then, uh, yeah, probably. Yeah. Really Anyways, uh, our friend, yeah, Matthew Colaboy, uh, he's releasing his de debut LP, and we've heard it. it's really good. I think uh, it should be coming out next week. Something like that, like next week. Damn. It seems like you associate yourself with great people, Juan. Like, G. Gordon. To say, we've been doing these podcasts only since, since COVID started, so we're not really professionals, yeah. but... <laughs> <laughs> you're not a musician you're not a professional <laughs> someone said that that podcast has ruined uh the 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 professional aspect of radio Come on. What the fuck? oh that's what i'm saying now uh, open up a discussion yeah that's like saying like people who recorded their bedroom has ruined studio musicians it's like yeah. they, they say tourism has called uh pro, has killed the pros yeah, it's bullshit people are being defensive yeah. I helped kill it. <laughs> this is this is the greatest podcast, man. <laughs>
Oh yeah. Uh, yo, uh, where where are you? Where are you doing your podcast from? Where are you right now? Are you in Jersey? <laughs> what do I look like? I'm in Jersey. <laughs> <laughs> For some reason, I thought you would be. I don't. I don't know. No, nah, man. I'm I'm in Somerville, Massachusetts. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, Massachusetts. All right, all right, all right. You like Springsteen? I can't tell you that I do. Do you? Yeah. <laughs> um, I, I I seen my I went with my brother in law like to see him live, and it was pretty sick, man. I gotta say, I, I'm not. I'm a fan, but I'm not like the super fan. You know what I mean? Oh like, yeah. I, I I really like that record, Nebraska. I think that's a real good record. You know, and, and there's some some songs that are fucking you know hits hits. You know, yeah, you can't deny that shit. And also the guy fucking destroyed man when i saw him he played for like fucking like four hours and like it was pretty intense i was like like holy shit i've heard long shows yeah that's that's impressive long shows and like yeah the guy looks like he's gonna die on stage you know what i mean <laughs> like so that's pretty cool wait so matthew i was gonna say do you do you play yeah. yourself <laughs> i you know, i just played myself dude i know i i i don't play i don't play anything I'm all, I'm I'm not a musician. <laughs> yeah, literally, I'm literally not a musician. I do uh, artwork and video and and things like that, but no music. I you like used music. To play flute. Oh, that's right. I used to play flute, like not flute, like a recorder, and clarinet. That counts. That counts. Yeah, yeah that's I'm I'm sort of a musician. <laughs> yeah. uh, we, we, we one, remember we did like experimental shows, like yeah. with a clarinet. Or one would play and I would play clarinet. And I took clarinet in high school. And they were they're pretty like, you know, pretty pretty on the record. That's one's teeth right there. I just <laughs> pulled them out. Yeah, yeah man. That, that, that's seriously like it. I'm doing a orthodox thing. That's the, that's them right there, man. And you can hold them and everything. They're like they're fucking big, man. Yeah, yeah. Those are in his mouth. Dude, How you should eat, you could auction off your teeth. Oh, get out of here! He's keeping them. He's making a necklace. Man. He's making a necklace. This, this, my kids are gonna sell this when I'm dead. You know what I mean? <laughs> well, I'm gonna sell fifty bucks. <laughs> on them, on my worst teeth. Yeah, you yeah. could include them in the limited edition record with your has your teeth. Yeah, you could sell like a hundred. When uh, on the on the next record, like when the on the the. The sticker that goes on the actual record, it could be the teeth, you know, like that, like in like in a row in a circle. Yeah. That'd be kind of cool to see spin around. All right. Wow. See you're all, see you have an artistic mind. <laughs> Obviously. <laughs> I could, uh, I could, uh, <laughs> what I, what we could do is uh make 3D impressions of them. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah, do a laser printer of the of the teeth. And then you can sell them on, as an on a necklace. Yep. <laughs> How much is it? Is it? Uh, it's not, I mean, I, I know they were super expensive when they came out. Now it's been a few years, so yeah. I mean, I'm sure. Probably, you know, right. I'm sure, like one thousand. I don't know. Is it that cheap? I, I honestly have no fucking clue. Yeah, we're in Queens. We're in uh, Far Rockaway. Oh, right Far Rockaway. <laughs> yeah. I've never been yeah. there. Is it a good time? Yeah, it's cool. I mean, it's... actually, I was just looking into the city. It's cool, but it'd be so cool to be right by the Empire State 
building. There's, there, there's, there's nothing that will compare to like Manhattan, Manhattan. Like, you know, I mean, that's the city, city. What about Queens Boulevard? Queens Boulevard, like all these places are dope because we grew up around there, you know, and they are cool. But like, you know, there's something magical about, you know, fucking just being going high to Manhattan. High end. Yeah, exactly. Like Rockaway and Queens is, is cool and chill. But yeah. you know, sometimes you want to get that. How far is Jackson it? Heights is the action. Yeah. For, say again? How far is it from Far Rockaway to Manhattan? Um, 45 minutes. Yeah, an hour. So it's, it's a, on the it's train. It's like, yeah, exactly. We're, oh, I see. We're, we're kind of in the middle of nowhere. So it's like, you know, you don't get the fucking hustle and bustle like we like you do in Queens or Manhattan. It's, it's still Queens technically, but I mean, it's fucking far. <laughs> there ain't shit around like we're out if you go we go outside right now we're just looking at the water it's just home it's yeah, oh shit it's do you live with tall tall one used to live here he lived oh he used to live there get tall one i know shit here but i love tall one mad respect yeah he he's um he's like 10 he moved like 15 he got his own place like uh a couple blocks away like five minutes away <laughs> that's and awesome he, he's got a he, yeah, he's got like a bungalow, and he turned it into a really cool studio. And like, yeah, you should you should interview him next. He would he would be down. Oh, totally. What was I gonna we, say? Uh, the last two. Oh, okay. The last two days we uh we spent yeah. uh, all day here at the studio at the, the whole day. Yeah. What did you have for <laughs> to eat? We didn't eat. Yeah, I haven't have taken care of my uh, hygiene either. <laughs> Yeah, you guys were going hard. Actually, when when you were recording the the song for the album with Charlie, you did the same thing. Yeah. What's the name of the song? Locura. That they were down here recording that shit for like two days straight, and it was like you just heard that fucking a beat like just going. And Charlie looks like he's losing his mind. He's playing drums. He says we're just playing the same thing over and over. <laughs> yeah. No, we build from stuff. <laughs> There's some today. Yeah, it's just uh, uh, rhythms we're making. Oh, we work working on the machine, so. We have a click. We make sure it falls on the right spot. It's like uh, working with an NPC. Uh, we listen to um, the beat, the Beastie Boys. Uh, uh, how they made their albums? Oh, okay. that, the, book, uh, the book. The book. The thirty-three and the third. The book. Uh, audio book. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. For the Beastie Boys audiobook, I listened to it and how their song making was really cool. I thought that's with the Dust Brothers and, and the, the Dust Brother, how they approach song making. But it said they did a lot of sampling, so you're gonna sample from your own beats. So, I mean, that's what that sounds like. What, what are you doing? Yeah, we're sampling, uh, we're making samples. We're ma making samples. Would you ever revisit any of those? Early songs, or are you just totally all about new stuff? Would you ever like reinterpret any of that shit, or no? 
I, I, Gustavo says that. Well, yeah. you, you did it with powder. I mean, that, that, I sometimes yeah. I do it. You know, sometimes yeah. I do it. Well, do you have any song that you think it has a potential uh, hit stardom? I think they all do. That's a nice song. Yeah. Do oh, you feel like you matured, or do you feel like anything's fair game that you've ever done artistically? Oh, I like songs from every time, but I definitely mature too. It's like uh, you're building up onto stuff. I don't want kids to do that. That's a good song. I, 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 you know, I like the I like Go Away. Hands and Roosters. That's my favorite one. Hands and Roosters. Yeah. yeah. Love Hands and Roosters. Well, yeah. what I did one is I, I there's a there's a thing called Cordify. Have you heard of it? It's an app. It tells Cordify. you the it you you can put any song into it, and it tells you what the chords are. So I've been learning the acoustic guitar by playing old beat songs from Cordify. Wow! Oh shit! Wow! That's it, great. It, it, it really was uh, gave me so much appreciation for your songwriting. Just oh, it's wow. it's so simple, but the simple stuff is the best. It's crazy. Oh, I'm happy you got that from me. Yeah, yeah. I was listening. I was. I was uh, watching some uh, chord progression tutorials on YouTube yesterday, and they show a Bruno Mars song, and this uh, everybody's song is the same, really. Oh yeah. Yeah. This they all have that same progression. It's like G F O oh, what? But would and you ever said that oh, seven notes, eight notes, uh, and we all use them different ways. But there's only mm. eight notes. Would you ever collaborate <laughs> with uh, one of the famous people? Like, uh, you know, I mean, Grande? just just for money, <laughs> like not even for like artistic passion, but just like if someone was like, oh, just like definitely. one, throw down, here's some money, and you're like, fuck it. Definitely. I think I have a lot to bring to the table. <laughs> you do. <laughs> Yeah. I know that because that, that that's true. Okay. They would if even if they would think they would like be making fun of you, like oh, I'm gonna have Juan Waters, like oh no, because you would outshine them. Oh. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. We are or imagine you wrote a song for uh, like Taylor, Swift. A, a Taylor Swift, yeah, something like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah oh. Hang out with her 24 hours. <laughs> That'd be cool. Oh man, I'm, I've been shooting for that. Uh, good. Uh, I'm sure Taylor Swift is good. I'm sure. Yeah. I don't listen to her music at all, but I'm sure she's good if you watch her on, in on concert. In concert. Fun. Thank you guys. Oh, okay, so Fuck. we have it. Same. We should do this again no, soon. Catch you you know, you, great catching up with you guys. Hope to see you in the flesh. Yeah. For sure. This was good to, to like to do it uh, as a podcast, but it's also good, really good uh, seeing you catching up with yeah. you after such a long time. Right. It was great hanging, good hangout. What's up, boys and girls? Yeah. You want to hear a story from Oxnard, Queens? Yo, man, from East to West, I'm telling you. What they singing, man? What they singing? What they singing? Some one. Man, what a beer in a minute, man. Four windows, the boys on. Probably about five minutes, I'm telling you. We tell them, way yo, way yo, way yo. We said, 